You're listening to the Me, My Bag and I Austin podcast. Hi, we're here today to discuss mental health in relation to having an ostomy as it's a um, mental health awareness week this month. Uh, my name's Lorna Hames. I'm one of the co-founders of the Get Your Belly Out campaign, which raises awareness and helps support people living with Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Um, I'm Sarah and I'm a patient as well as a nurse. I work on a colorectal ward and I also have an ileostomy myself um, because of Crohn's disease. Mine wasn't an emergency, but mine was a sort of really thrown on me, I guess, because I was 20 years old at the time. Yeah. So I guess for a female that's, well, male or female, at that age, you're really body conscious anyway. Mm. Um, and my first thought was that, oh my God, how's my life going to change? Um, but I don't think there was a lot of counselling to the lead up to that, really. Yeah, I, I experienced the same. I didn't get... It was really sort of like thrown up upon you mm. and like a bog standard procedure that you follow and you just turn up and then you have the operation and that's it. Yeah, that's... You learn how to deal with this stoma and then there was no how my head would react to it or how mm. I would feel or there was no talk of that at all really. It was just that it was this or the worst. Yeah, I had the same experience. It was like um, I've had numerous operations probably you have with your IVD um my first ileostomy I got when I was 24 and I asked for it because I was so poorly and I was really down and depressed anyway because I was on all sorts of different medications I, I honestly I don't even think that my head was in the right space to yeah. me have either been requesting that I have an ileostomy I wasn't given any counseling no mental health support at all Anyway, then when I woke up with the ileostomy, straight away I just like I've made the worst mistake. I hate it, blah blah blah, and that went on for a year or so until I had it reversed. Um, and then I had numerous operations in between that, and then I got my second ileostomy, and it was a completely different ball game when I had the second one because I knew what was coming. Yeah. And I and I I agree with you. I think I don't think you get any. You don't really get any help on your first ileostomy. Yeah. I think think there should be some kind of su- some kind of support system yeah. on the run up to it. Obviously like like we both know you can get them in an emergency, but if it's planned, there should be people that you can talk to or yeah. places that you could go. I mean, in our hospital at the minute we do sort of offer like the basic counseling for the lead up to um having an ostomy. But I don't know whether that's something that needs to be extended because there are so many people who feel like they've just thrown into this situation and they have absolutely no contact with anybody apart from their stoma nurse. Mm. And then how does how do you react to a stoma? There's no right or wrong way, is there? Mm. And I think people struggle throughout the journey rather than just at the end beforehand. Also just the practical parts of putting the stoma on, you're learning a new skill whilst you are st- whilst you're still, still so heavily poorly, medi- yeah. heavy medicated, you're poorly, you're trying to learn a new skill. I don't care what anybody says, when you're in hospital, the first thing you want is to get out of there. Yeah. You're like, I'll do anything, just let me go home, let me go yeah. home, let me go home. So I'll be honest, I probably didn't take in everything that the storm yeah. nurse was telling me. Yeah. And it's a hell of a lot to try and learn. Yeah. And then when I got home, I couldn't make the bag stick. Yeah. And then 
because I was poorly anyway and I was still on like steroids and pain medications and stuff like that your head can just go but things like that like the bag not sticking and that can lead to higher anxiety it can make you depressed because you feel like you can't leave the house and things like that because then you're going to have more leaks and Mm. things like that so nobody teaches you really how to deal with that they teach you more the practical side of it which Mm. uh, as we've established as we've gone through it it's not all about that it's it's a bigger picture and i think that is missed out on yeah i think like how you were saying a minute ago about um like it builds up anxiety so i feel that that actually did happen to me on when I had my first bag because I couldn't make it stick that was my first at home experience of a bag so I assumed then that that was going to always happen yeah. I was never going to be able to make yeah. it stick and then that forms something in your brain so then automatically your ang- anxiety just comes yeah because you assume that it's always going to look like that you're never going to be able to get it right yeah unfortunately you always end up going to the worst case scenario yeah you do because you? you're in that mindset aren't yeah. you at the beginning when you're feeling ill and rough and mm. you just want everything to be right at that specific moment but mm. it doesn't happen like that and mm. I think nobody talks about that either because they sort of like paint the picture of the the best case scenario I guess that you know that you'll, you'll just pop this bag on and you'll go on your merry way sort of thing yeah. I mean it's a bit more detailed than that but it's not that way nobody teaches you like oh well your stoma is going to be quite a lot bigger when you come out yeah. and of surgery it will shrink down and what you do when you have a leak and mm. and things like what you have a, when you have a leak in in public yeah. you know they sort of about talk about what you do when you're in at home and things yeah. like that but your first leak is an experience yeah isn't it? in public it's it's a totally different ball yeah. game because because you go you like, straight into panic well, mode. Well, if you're like me, you're always worrying about germs and things like <laughs> that. And you're like, oh my God, this, how many people have used this toilet? And yeah. It is, it's a totally different ball game. It's scary. I think scary. these things that you could benefit from, from seeing somebody beforehand, things like learning that you, you can get a radar key, which will help with your anxiety. There's yes, different ways yeah. to overcome things. Like, say, like for my hospital, when I had my ileostomy, the bag that they put on first is one of them clear ones where you can see everything yeah now you d- that doesn't always have to be the case i'm sure you could request that you don't want a bag that's fully open or yeah, one that you could because you've got like little windows haven't yeah, they yeah when i had my um surgery both times um i had a bag that was had uh, a cover over it but it was had like a window in it so mm. that the stoma nurses and the nurses and doctors could still see my actual stoma to yeah. check that it was pink and healthy and uh, etc but i can imagine waking up and seeing this well how would yeah. you describe it a pink blob yeah my <laughs> mine just looked like a genetically modified strawberry or something yeah. it was just this massive thing but the bag as well had obviously it's going to have blood and yeah it's going to have yeah but I wasn't prepared for that nobody told me and I woke up and saw that and was like oh my god and then that's your first first memory of it yeah and how do you know that that's going to be normal yeah no one tells you that because no one's going to tell you that that's going to shrink in size or that's going to stop or you won't always get blood in your your stool or I think another thing is as well when you first have an ileostomy because the size changes so much you can have more leaks because because your stomach is changing size every couple of days you can have more leaks because you have to keep resizing your bag until it fits to a when it until it gets to a level where it's fine so it's if you are having multiple leaks at the beginning it's not 
it's not going to always be like that. It's just yeah. because it's trying to, it's something new and it's trying to get itself back to how it needs to be. Yeah. It's just been manhandled, basically. And, yeah, and the bowel, oh, a lot of people don't realise that the bowel doesn't like being touched, so it's no. going to be swollen. Yeah. As well as already swollen from whatever reason you have the operation, yeah. for like Crohn's or colitis. So mm. it's it's going to be a totally different ball game, like weeks down the line to what it yeah. is now in hospital. Yeah. But I do think there is perhaps a lot more that can be done in hospitals so like towards the pre-op mm. the middle while you're in hospital and then perhaps in the follow-up appointment with yeah. at least your stoma nurse with regards to how your mental well-being is to this stoma that yeah. you've you've now all of a sudden got and how you're coping with because it is there's no right or wrong way of dealing with it and it's hard I mean yeah I think we're we're lucky in a sense now because when I keep referring back to when I had my first one, I was 24. There was nothing like there is the social media, the Instagram, the Twitter, and all that yeah, kind of stuff no, where I agree, everyone yeah. can reach each other. So, like like I said, I, I'm co-founder of Get Your Belly Out and we have a closed support group on Facebook, which basically anybody can come in there, um, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, with an ostomy, without an ostomy, whatever. And you can have real conversations with real people that have had the same yeah, experience as you yeah. and you'd be surprised at how many people all have exactly the same experiences and just by finding somebody that that knows what you're talking about yeah you feel less it, alone you, you and you, do feel you less generally alone. feel like that yeah. weight has been lifted yeah. off your shoulders and you don't end up, you? you find out you, you end up having conversations with complete strangers on the internet you never think you'd have about anybody yeah, with about anybody, anybody yeah these people that i've spoken to on get your belly out and on other social media sites and through other people that some my pet my family don't even know some of the stuff yeah that I've discussed. Yeah, yeah yeah i think a lot of people that by the time they get to operation stage have already been through that much with yeah. the mental health with in, like for me mental health covers stuff like anxieties isolation um depression it, to me, it covers quite a lot of, of quite a lot of things. I do find that um, I do find that a lot of people with Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis have already are already dealing with these issues. Yeah. Well before they've got an ostomy and then makes, they've just done. Do you think it makes it harder to yeah. accept the stoma? Because I do. Yeah, I do. Because when you've gone through all of those symptoms for your from your mental well being, so you're already depressed. You've already got anxiety because you're running backwards and forwards to the toilet. Mm. You're already worry, w worrying about messing yourself, and then you've got this operation to deal with. That, if we're all totally honest, none of us actually want it. Mm. Nobody sees their life that going down that route. No. And then you've then got to deal with another load of anxiety, depression, and things mm. because you've got this new appliance on yeah. your stomach. So what gets me is like these are quite a big negative connotation around having an ostomy. Yeah. Whereas Really, if you think about it logically, the ostomy is a good thing because if you didn't have the ostomy in the first place, you wouldn't be here. You've got, everybody's had the everybody's having an ostomy for a particular reason, yeah, and it's to give you your life back. Yeah, it's not to take yeah not to take your life away. That that's what would have happened if yeah. you didn't have the ostomy. The, the ostomy is given to help you live, let you get back to. A norm or whatever you class as a normal life. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's the little things I think that perhaps as professionals 
we miss out on. Now, mm. I can see that from both sides because I've been on both sides. Yeah. But I can see it from now that as a patient, the little things are what you appreciate the most, not rather than the big things and the, the far ahead things yeah. of your journey. It's the little things like the nurse coming in and offering you a packet of biscuits or just to keep you going throughout those times <laughs> those times where you don't have meals or saying oh your family can bring in food that's more suitable for yeah. you it, because as we know as patients not all food that's served in hospital is appropriate for ostomies no which is unfortunate but that's a lot of mm. When you're already feeling down as well and you're looking forward to that meal. There's so many little things that can affect your mental well-being. When like you, we were saying yeah. earlier about like wearing like loose shoes yeah. to just slip on oh, rather yeah. than having to bend down because of your scar. Yeah. and Wearing something that doesn't go across your midriff when you're in hospital. Because yeah, so like nighties instead of pyjamas yeah. and yeah. because of the catheter and things like that. Yeah. But I think as professionals, because we have such um, like a broad spectrum of patients, that's where it comes back to for me, is be, if you were able to talk to somebody before having your operation who's been through all of that, they could perhaps give you the tips yep. and tricks and how to survive that yep. hospital journey. I agree. I think I think it would make a massive difference, which is we on Get Your Belly Out, we get people that come on um, and they're due an ileostomy. And because they've had no one to speak to, they come through us and then end up talking to people on the group. Yeah. And then they get all the hints and tips that way. So it's essentially a similar thing, yeah. but just done on a social media platform. Yeah. Um, I, I do agree there is there should be something in hospital, even if they just directed people to on some kind of online yeah, support. Yeah, like, like a telephone, but yeah. with everybody's name in here yeah, who's willing to sort yeah, of talk to people who so are going through the new journey. We've, we have, we've had people, um, we've had emails off parents of children that are like, like adolescents that are due operations and stuff, and they're like, we don't know what to say to him. We don't we don't know what to do. We do, They won't sign the paper. We can't do this. We can't do that. And they, they're refusing the operation, asking us if we can ring and talk to the kids and stuff like that, which is obviously not, we're a social media campaign. That wasn't something that we were set yeah. out to do. But God, we're not ever going to turn around and go, actually, no, you've got to sort it out yourself. Yeah. We still help as much as we can. I think as well, like, one of one of my anxieties, one of my anxieties when I got both bags, not so much probably with the second one. I don't know whether it's because I just thought with the, with the second one, I don't mm. know what it is. Something just clicked in my head with the second one. But my first one, I was convinced that everybody would be seeing it. Everybody would be able to see it when I was out or yeah. things like that and that obviously affects your mental health because it starts you end up pretty much a recluse because well I did I didn't want to go out because I thought oh well, someone will see it someone. yeah and then when you think about it logically when you're out of that mindset because I ended up I went to counseling um I uh, ended up having counseling because I I wasn't able to cope with my first ostomy yeah. bag um and I, I it was amazing for me it was, it was the best thing I've ever done um, there's nothing to be ashamed of or anything like that. It, yeah, it, definitely. It was it was really good for me. It made me see. It helped my self esteem as well. Yeah. Because um, I think my self esteem was already very low from years and years and years of being ill, and being so thin and be just my body having nothing in it. it of course, it's going to affect your mental health. Well, you you've look got at no your body differently, don't you? But you've got no nutrients yeah. anyway. Going just feeding your brain, just feeding your body, it's going to become 
run down and Plus stuff. Plus your body changes so much yeah. during these conditions. Yeah. You can go from being so emaciated one minute to feeling like an absolute balloon yeah. next because you're on steroids. Yeah. And it is the constant changes that lead to so many people suffering with anxiety and depression. And people think because you've put all that weight on, they're like, You're oh, look, she's getting better. You're yeah. like, well, actually, yeah, I'm not I've better. This is all water. Yeah. I'm still not taking in all the nourishment and stuff that I need for my food. And yeah. all these drinks that I have to drink that don't taste anything like banana. <laughs> and things like that. People don't don't think people see it. They, it's a constant having to, feeling like you have to explain yourself. Yeah. All that has a massive impact on, yeah. your, on, on your mental health. And for going back to what I was saying about when you're going out, when like you're going out and about, like, just think about it logically. How many times have you gone out before you had a stoma? Or even now when you've got a stoma, do you walk around going, oh, they've got a stoma? Oh, you don't. Because everyone's got their own. You don't walk about looking on stoma watch, do you? Yeah, no, you, you don't, don't, no. So why would somebody do it? Why would someone do it to me? And it was when my mum said to me, Lorna, no one's interested whether you've got... They're not looking at your stomach. They've probably got bills they're worrying about paying off. Yeah. Oh god, it's the kid's birthday tomorrow, and they haven't well, got. Probably a looking or... at you and thinking, oh, she's got a nice skirt on, or she's yeah. got a nice pair of boots. Yeah. On. I wonder where she got that from. And, and it was only when it was pointed out to me in that terms, I was like, actually, yeah. Why would anybody be yeah. looking at me? See, and my, that helped a lot. On my page as well, I sort of do every week, and I try and do a different outfit to show people that you can still wear like the bodycon dresses. Yeah, I mean, because I, I am female. I do tend to focus it on females because mm. a lot of the time I think the females do. I mean, men do worry about what they wear as well, but there is a lot more choice for a female of what you can wear. So, yeah. like, I've wore, like, je high-waisted jeans and still the bodycon dresses and stuff like that. I literally will probably wear more now than I did when I had Crohn's because I've got more of a body shape. Yeah, and I agree with you. I feel... A lot more comfortable in my body because I look and feel better now. I have yeah, my ostomy. I'm exactly the same. And I, there are so many tricks and mm. ways of getting around it if people are worried about what they're wearing and whether people are gonna spot it out and about. So like, I wear a bodycon dress on an evening out and things like that, but I wear those cover-up pants just yeah, to make it's just more security for me. But yeah, I got there all are Bridget Jonesy. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> there but are I'd do that anyway, even if I didn't have an ostomy. There are different ways of getting it. around it, yeah. aren't there? It's not something that you have to avoid. You don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe of baggy clothes. And no. I think, again, that's down to uneducation of people because it's just how it's not seen or how it's seen, so to speak, that you've yeah. got to cover up now. That's it. You can't wear what you can, or you in the media recently. There's been a lot, quite a lot of girls on the beach and with their stoma bags out, and I think, wow, that's absolutely amazing. Fair play to you, yeah. like you know. I don't have the confidence personally for that, but I w I'm not ashamed in the sense that I wouldn't wear a bikini because mm. I've got an ostomy. Because I would if I <laughs> didn't have all the mum and mum lumps and bumps that I've got. It would be totally different. I would be out there wearing the bag loud and proud. We had a, a lady email us about 12 months ago and she said um, for 14, I think it was 14 years, she never ever got a rostomy bag out. No one, her closest friends didn't even know or anything like that. And she said once she'd seen the campaign and got encouragement, because I think that's a lot of it yeah. as well. 
like once you speak to other people that they say you feel less on your you, own you, don't you're you? not on your own anymore yeah. um and she said since i've seen all these people doing like getting bags out or showing scars and stuff like that she said it's the first time she'd been on holiday and wore a bikini on the beach yeah and it's the first time in like 14 years i feel like well i know actually that stress affects my Crohn's disease mm. a lot more so i know when i was younger like i had my ostomy when i was 21 like i say but at that point in my life i didn't want anybody to know mm. and it was only my second operation that i had last year that i thought do you know what it was just something that clicked i can't tell you what it was i've had counseling in the past mm. but my counseling was focused on relationships and somebody accepting me because that was one of all my anxieties towards mm. having an ostomy i didn't care about anybody knowing about my ostomy or things like that i wasn't bothered about it or ashamed in any sense it was just that you know problem where or if they don't text back because i've told them about my ostomy they don't want to be with me anymore though, it's it? that rejection but everybody gets that in relationships mm. but i'd focused and that was my yeah. mental well-being issue yeah. everybody everybody has that like you've just said everybody has problems with rejection no one likes being told oh no sorry i'm not not interested or whatever that could be because your hair's the wrong color that they don't like that color it or could whatever. be yeah could be anything yeah um but because we've got ostomies i would imagine that we we straight away go back to oh god it's because of my ostomy yeah it might just be because they didn't get on with you yeah might be nothing exactly or they I, just got on they found that spark with somebody yeah. else i found that having my ostomy has actually been useful definitely <laughs> now definitely tool. now yeah it's a dating tool because, because you just gets rid of them but well, you do feel yeah. like that don't you because it, i tend to at the minute i'm doing on my page uh, a dating part where i've spoke about dating and how it's going for me personally but i've always thought that hang on a minute i've got this asked to me there's nothing wrong with me mm. there's no reason why somebody shouldn't date me because why not yeah i'll out of a different house yeah. <laughs> that's it that that is <laughs> wait, generally wait, wait, it you put your relationship what do you want from a relationship someone that poos from their bum yeah you don't, you don't that, that's do not you? a necessity you is it no. you just you just it's not one of the things that you look for you look for like somebody who makes you laugh and things yeah. like that it's not something that should affect somebody's judgment on you but there are always going to be some people out there who are judgmental mm. but i've always thought well do i actually want to be with somebody like that no, no. so but my ostomy has done me a favor in that sense because yeah, mine's done me the same i literally couldn't think of anything worse than being in a relationship with somebody who was that shallow but i do i, I think it's important to look how far you have come as well yeah it's like if if i went back 10 years I exactly you, 10 years i bet you were feeling like it, you just existed it, rather what, than yeah. living yeah that was it i was just existing from one god awful hospital meal to the next god awful hospital yeah meal. definitely yeah. and then home and then a couple of days Cycle later again. back in an ambulance yeah that that's how it was yeah so i do i do think you you've got to give yourself credit for how far you've come and, and be kind to yourself but also to learn to say no yeah especially definitely. straight after the operation because people keep oh you should shouldn't you be up about now what won't walking about won't this help yeah more? won't this yeah help? shouldn't you do it like this shouldn't you do it like that i get many people message me saying oh what do you think the recovery time is for yeah. having an ostomy and i literally reply and say i can't give you that answer no. because no answer is right answer mm. everybody 
is different, everybody's different, and that's the general consensus is that no particular body is going to react to surgery mm. in the same way. Everybody's recovery is different. Mm. Some people have a straightforward recovery mm. and some people will just have an up and down recovery. Mm. And I think what people forget is that, yes, you're having this ostomy to save your life or bring you into a life um, that you've never experienced before because you've just been existing. But please don't think that, you know, it's going to be plain sailing mm. at the beginning because it, it might not be. No. There, there are changes to your body that your body's got to get its head round. So please don't think there's anything going wrong. Yeah. It's just your body's way of getting back to whatever your normal mm. state is. I think you've also got to be mindful of the fact that while your body is recovering, also your mind is yeah, trying to recover. Definitely. It's all new. It's basically it's like new body, new mind type of thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything that you've everything that you've been through, you still your brain's still trying to process that, which is why I I found that by going to counselling, they helped me because they were saying basically that I had lots of little boxes of things that had happened to me over the years, well before I'd even had my first ostomy about yeah. like my, my not being able to have a bath without a towel under my bum and being told I was taking laxative, all these kind of things that everyone said that it was basically that I was making all my illness up and all this kind of stuff. And they were saying that there's loads of different boxes and my brain wasn't able to process them and then move on. So the counselling for me really, really helped me identify what areas I was struggling with because I don't think I don't think it was necessarily this ostomy that was the problem with my depression and my anxieties obviously it was a bit with the anxieties but with the depression it was more so everything that had happened beforehand yeah for me so like your Crohn's yeah, yeah. all the the years and years of medications and being ill and everything that that was for me that was what caused I think that's why it's so important to have these pre-op counselling sessions. Mm. I mean, obviously, it is totally up to you. If you're fine with it, then you can opt out of it, maybe. But yeah. I think it's probably more of an essential thing to start off with something yeah. that's like offering you a mental acceptance yeah. rather than just a physical acceptance because the physical acceptance is only part of it. It's, yeah. it's getting it accepting up up here yeah. and there are, it there is are a lot harder there are places other than just the nhs to go for support as well because you've got you've got charities that help with mental health issues yeah I mean, definitely they're all over the internet you, you can't miss them these days and then you've got people you've got groups like get your belly out on which is on um facebook we're on twitter instagram you've got people like yourself that do stuff on instagram there's, there's so many areas where you can go to and speak to people and you can like I can only speak from get your belly out's point of view. We have we have uh, people message us privately, say, please can you put this post up? I'm I'm about to, this has happened, blah blah blah, um, but I'm too embarrassed to ask. I, think I feel like a bit of an idiot asking. You're like, well, no no question is stupid. Yeah. There is nothing. There is nothing that you can say to an ostomy nurse, a doctor, uh, a a nurse on the ward, or somebody that's got an ostomy that is a stupid question that they haven't already thought. Of this before themselves yeah there, and they didn't know the answer to question. it there is no such thing no. as a stupid question i or. think that's really important to realize that if you're going to go through having ostomy surgery 
and you've got these problems or you've got these concerns, then reach out to somebody who's had that, mm. who's been in that situation yeah. because they can reassure you a little bit and reduce your anxiety because mm. I think once I've started this page, I've had loads of people message me saying, I'm so glad you've posted about this because it's totally reduced my anxiety in the situation. Yeah. I've now like learned how to deal with it in a different way. Mm. So talking to other people and opening it up, it just eases the situation yeah. you aren't on your own anymore mm. and there's loads of tips you can pick up from people even if it's no, nothing to do with mental health like one a funny one for example is we had someone on the group going oh my god everything in my bag is really red and it turned out she'd had beetroot and that's what had done it but she thought that there was something seriously wrong with her now had she could have quite easily run one 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 for that, and they'd have had her in emergency. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, she's bleeding. Whatever. Yeah, and it, it she just had beetroot. Yeah. So that that's where groups and people like yourself and groups like what I've got help, because there's there's nowhere else you would be able to find that information yeah. from. If you that's again, if you haven't been through it personally, how on earth could you educate somebody? Yeah. But yeah, it is really important to realise that you aren't on your own, mm. and there's loads of support out there, especially like the the professional side yeah. and the the pages that are run just by people who have been through that situation yeah. that is one of the reasons why I started my page yeah. up. I think patients speaking to patients so across social media um actually empowers the patient I think it it gives you a lot more information that that you can go and speak to people about or yeah because uh, they've been nice through it be before informed. haven't they yeah I think the be the best thing when to me I like to be informed about exact what's going on. Yeah. Obviously, I know that, like my IBD nurse, my stoma nurse and stuff like that, they probably can't give me all the answers. Yeah. And, and questions that I've got. But I found, I found a way to, to get them questions answered and by the looks of it, so, so thousands and thousands and thousands yeah, of definitely, other yeah. IBD sufferers. I think that's why I've started my page because there are so many unanswered questions that I had at the beginning I don't want people to feel that that's how it's always going to be. Mm. So on my page, letting it all out of the bag, there's I do different posts about various different things, so like dating, clothes, and loads of different aspects mm. of life with an ostomy. I mean, I'm classed as a chronically ill mum as well because I've got a little boy. So there's bits on Crohn's as well on there. And yeah. I give, well, I try and give the nurse perspective and the patient perspective. Yeah. I'm quite lucky in that sense that I've got both sides of the view. Um, so, I mean, I don't have all the answers. Which, again, you couldn't have done without your ostomy. Exactly, no. Definitely not. But I don't have all the answers. But my theory is, is that if one person sees one of my posts, or like I guess you do on your page yeah. and they feel less anxious or they think well I'm really depressed I'm going to reach out to somebody then that's why I started my page so thank you for listening um my name's Lorna Hames and like I said at the start I run get your belly out um, which you can find on across all social media Facebook Instagram Twitter and we've got a closed support group as well whereas if you want to come and talk about anything um no one unless they're in the group should be able to see that um my name's sarah and i run an instagram page um called letting it all out of the bag 
Um, I'm a nurse as well as a patient, so I can give both sides of the view. Um, but yeah, I will always answer whatever questions that's sent to me and try and help as best as I can. But I think both of our pages really want to just stress that it's okay to not be okay. Mm. And each day is a challenge and each day is going to be different. Sometimes you'll have good days and sometimes you'll have bad days. Yeah. And that is okay. And I think like you've got to look how far you've come because um, you've been brave to get that far. So just keep going. Yeah. Because you're doing well. Yeah. Thanks for downloading the free Me, My Bag and I podcast from Salts Healthcare. If you enjoyed it, please hit the subscribe button and the next podcast will come straight to your device. We care what you think, so it'd be great to hear your thoughts. Please leave a review on iTunes.